Hey everybody, let's get ready to do 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 do. I'm a believer. Hashtag Shrek. Hashtag Smash Mouth. It was the best one so far. Yes, did it. No, you didn't do it. I said okay. it was the best so far. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so we're talking about the believer. This is what chapter fifteen. Yeah, I, I, I ha- yeah, interesting title, the believer. All the other titles have been so literal and like, yeah. yeah, 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 that one works. Yeah, that one works. This one is a little more abstract, which is interesting. I agree, and I think it took. I didn't really get it at first until I thought about it, and I think it goes into thematically how I feel about this episode. Um. I really freaking liked it. Huh. I thought this went in the face of a lot of the stuff that I had complaints about. I think this is kind yeah. of exactly what I what I was talking about before. There was not a lot of plot at all. Like the plot was like, we gotta get to a terminal so we can get coordinates, but there was a ton of store story and character development and it was all subtle. There was a lot of things that were shown, not told. Yep. And so it's kind of like this the believer thing. I'm like Wait, I have to think about what's what's the believer. Oh, that makes perfect sense in terms of, you know, Space Bill Burr and the Mando's plotline. Yeah, it's funny because yeah, yeah, I, I we'll just unpack it right now. But mm-hmm. um, there was so much character story in this one, um, and it was heavily on Bill Burr's side to me. <laughs> yeah, was interesting because like if we don't see him again, mm-hmm. it's like okay, clearly you can you know do character story pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was some for the Mando as well in here. Yeah, well, I actually think that there was a, a lot for the Mando, but I think that it's we see this a lot in Rebels that it's um, there are other characters that are kind of the vessel for the lesson for Ezra. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's how I felt about this episode. So, like, if you're looking at the plot, it's like, yeah, we're we're going to the terminal. We need to get coordinates. The story though is two men that don't know that they're like don't know their place in the universe and have denied it. So like in terms of the Mando, he didn't know he was part of a religious cult and has denied his attachments to other people by being cold. And he's like, I don't care about anyone. But at this point he sees Bill Burr in his actions and he sees what he's willing to do. And he's coming to the terms that he cares for another being so deeply that he's willing to reconsider everything he ever believed in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's some deep stuff. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, it really is. And the other thing I really liked, and this is kind of why I said there was the tie between Bill Burr's character and Mando, is the philosophical, um, like, the journey that Bill Burr takes through this episode and kind of the philosophical representation of masks in this episode. Mm -hmm. Um, If you remember, Bill Burr literally was making fun of Mando for wearing his mask. He did it a little bit in this episode. And then the last time before, he was like, maybe he's a Gundam under there. (laughs) And like, just, you know, ripping him on that. Um, But in a way, like Mayfield's cavalier attitude and the fact that he's just like, we're all the same. Everyone sucks. The Empire is just the same as the Republic is his mask where he doesn't really need to like deal with the fact that he's been hurt by the empire. He doesn't have to feel yeah. with those difficult choices of pain. And so the imagery for me is really interesting when he actually has to face that big, like that, that Southern bad guy. I don't, I forgot his rank. Um, yeah. We are interesting. Southern too. Yeah. He was also the, the actor who played the night King in game of Thrones. I found that out. 
Hmm. Yeah. But once Mayfield actually has to like meet that person face to face and see the guy who killed his friends, he reconsiders everything he believes in as well. And he drops his mask of confidence and like nonchalantness, if that's a word. Um, and like even drops the mask of like wanting to be alive because in the end he kind of like what Mando says at the end when he's like, this means more to me than you will ever know. That's kind of what Bill Burr is saying when he shoots that dude. Cause he's like, I don't care if I'm about to get gunned down in this mess hall. This means more to me than you will ever know. And yeah. I'm putting my life on the line for it. And that's the same as what Mando's doing with baby Yoda. Yeah. And like that. really, really literally that scene where Mayfield hands the mask back to Mando after chiding him and making fun of him. It's literally like, it's saying to me, you know, at first he's saying, I don't know, you can wear this thing. But by the end of the episode, he's almost like he's giving it back. He's like, okay, I get it. This is why you wear it. Like we're the same. And I think that's some really cool story development. Yeah. That's great. I almost don't have nothing to add to to that. (laughs) I don't, I don't know why this one, like, Made, I, I just thought about it a lot. I really liked it. And so I, I do want to say shout out to, uh, I'm, I'm going to maybe butcher the last name, so I apologize, but Rick Famuyiwa. Uh, he wrote and directed this one, and he did a fantastic job. Yeah. I. You, end of episode. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, no. That's, um that's great. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I I enjoy yeah. <laughs> I don't so even I don't know how you felt about it. How did you feel about it? No, that? no, it's so hard to follow that very eloquent um diatribe. Uh, Sorry, yeah, I just thought about it quite a bit. I really really liked it. Yeah, no, I I really I liked it too. I I I feel like it's hard for me not to like Mando. It just it's it's great and I agree. Mm-hmm. Um I'll step on your toes a little bit. Yeah, I character development was just really worked for me and mm-hmm. everything felt earned and nothing felt forced and it was just all in due time and it was subtle so subtle i don't think most will pick up on it and i think that's successful for you know it's solving for different kinds of viewers in a way people mm-hmm. who just want action but people who want character depth people who want lore people who want there was so many things solved for in this episode totally um i will say it's it's hard for me to watch Cara Dune anymore. I know, uh, right? Just kind of politically knowing where she stands with the world. It's it's so weird that I it, it's just it's kind of sullied it a bit for me and it's such a bummer <laughs> that's happened. Mm-hmm. She's hard to watch. Um but I would like her if if uh, I'd like her character if it wasn't for the actor. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, that's kind of how I feel about Bill Burr, too. Like, I would probably enjoy this episode more if Bill Burr wasn't in this episode. Like, he hasn't, you know, gone crazy bullying people on the internet, on Twitter or anything. But, you know, his I really don't enjoy his comedy. It's it's yeah. very edgelordy to me um, yeah. as well. And so that's the kind of the only real bummer in this episode or just the presence of them to me. It can, it kind of feels like a lot of the people picked up for this were like just John Favreau uh, friends kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, I like, can see that. He seems to be putting people in there he wants to for I don't know, really know what reason. I don't mind it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, it's 
there was really fun action in this as well. If I'm just thinking yeah, about, totally. I thought uh, the whole drive up, and I will say I loved the whole thing of like seeing this through the imperial eyes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rebels episode name um, yeah. of like you know them pulling up into the base and like the imperials cheering for them, like yeah. <laughs> it, like, <laughs> it was so close to what you see in the rebel side so much. Totally, so I thought it was really fun to see that. Um, it was fun. Their, from... their officers are total. Um, buttheads and yeah. um the, i love that we went for a southern instead of a uh like a british archetype i know i love that i thought that that actor was very striking too and that yeah. that, that scene felt very um like inglorious bastards to me yeah it really oh man that's funny you picked up on that i mm-hmm. was thinking like wow this is super inglorious bastards kind of yeah. moment yeah, and the, going back to what you were saying about the Imperials, the two things that I thought was really really cool is, first of all, I watch it always with the captions on. Yeah. And it's yeah. really funny to just see people like, yay, yeah, long live the Empire. You did it for the Empire. It's like the weird, cheesy, like like if we were at a parade and we're like, you did it for America. Go America. Like they're real patriotic, which I think is just kind of funny. Well, you, you see that on the rebels too, like for the rebellion. Oh yeah, I guess know. that's true. It's just so, maybe yeah, that just concept in all forms is a funny concept to me. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's like the larger <laughs> than yourself. It's there's no difference between that and shouting like "Go Warriors" at a basketball game. Yeah, okay, it's that's like, totally fair. You're right. It's like um, thing, thing larger than me. Yeah, and that 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 goes to what I. The other interesting thing is that one thing that Mando has done a lot in this episode, it was super blatant is kind of turn on its head. Who's the bad guys and who's the good guys, which I think is yeah. really interesting. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Cause mm-hmm. you know, I'm pro empire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you must, I mean, cause like the thing, especially like you see tie fighters come and like blow those dudes up and they're giving like the yeah cheer. Exactly. Like, you know, in force awakens when Poe shows up with the, with the X wings and it's like, that was really interesting. And the other thing too is, you know, Mayfield says, Oh, these guys are pirates. They just want to they just want the Redonium, but they don't want the Redonium. They're blowing up the Redonium. So to me, I'm guessing they're not actually pirates. They're like people who are native to the planet. Yeah. And they're a, a form of rebellion or insurgency trying to get the Empire off their planet. And so, you know, we're sitting here cheering the bounty like this bounty hunter and imperial blowing up a bunch of rebels with thermal with thermal detonators and it, it's it's kind of interesting just kind of seeing it flip-flop like that yeah um yeah it is it's really cool and i i, I i've always appreciated just the side of like uh you know in war who's the good guy it's so it's so subjective Mm-hmm. And uh, I I don't remember the character's name in the Last Jedi. Who was like the the Lando type character? Who was like uh, kind of working both sides? Uh, oh, um, DJ. Yeah, DJ. That's his name. Really, DJ. Yeah, for don't um, join. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> uh, fine with that. Yeah, yeah. So perfect name, DJ. Mm-hmm. Um. But like his like whole thing about like yeah this guy when they get to the ship and they're like oh this guy was making uh, X wings and um, Tie Fighters like mm-hmm. yeah like you profit on both like I just yeah I've always appreciated that because you could I don't know it's yeah. funny when whenever the guy was like uh I don't even the Southern officer was like people just like more than freedom people just want order 
And I was just like, you know, that's kind of true. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like not, you know, not so coldly. That doesn't mean I'm yeah. thrust it upon them. But yeah, there is like also a human need for stability. You know, not not so much when you say it as coldly as order. Of course, everyone's going to go like, no. Mm-hmm. But like, I think the better thing under that is like, yeah, stability, routine, predictability with things like how I'm getting my food, where yeah. I'm, where shelter is going to be, where like these kind of things that that gives us the space to be human in like a civilized, not in like highbrow culture way, but civilized kind of way that allows us to be human is routine and stability because we're getting our basic needs met. So I'm like, yeah. So, I, I, and I think the empire, yeah, is trying to bring that in a way. If you don't look at base, if you basically yeah. ignore everything that Emperor Palpatine is doing, mm-hmm. um, you know what? Actually, that makes me think of something really interesting that I'd never thought about before. Is it's, oh my gosh, this is all coming together. It's balance between the dark and the light, because, yeah. you know, you're completely right. People need structure. They need order in a sense you know they they talk about how mental for mental health like having a routine having structure is such a healthy thing for people and you know literally they need to know where their food's coming from where they're going to be living like the maslov's uh, and what's that like hierarchy of needs and things like that but the problem is the empire is also they're doing that by enslaving people and blowing up planets like they're they're going really far to the order side way too far and so they're going too far to the dark side and they crumble but when the new republic takes over they demilitarize they let people be way too free they don't put any sort of rules and anything out there and it lets the first order thrive and they get blown up as well so they the new new republic goes way too far on the light side quote unquote and that's why they fail and so just like the force, there needs to be a balance between, you know, order and freedom. And yeah. that's yes. kind of the sweet spot. Yeah. And then within those, you have uh, just the civilians who are outside of that and detached for it. But <laughs> side, yeah. side with one or, the no- uh, one side or the other simply because they are surrounded by whatever occupying force that is. Like, so for us, mm-hmm. like being in America, it's like, to me, it's pretty equivalent to the empire. Like we're the empire of the world. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they yeah. are with what we do and how we are politically and I don't know. Yeah, just we're, we're the empire, but we're civilians here, stuck in the middle. So we're gonna be like, yeah, go America. Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna be the stormtroopers going like, long live America. In a way, <laughs> um, yeah. and like we are so not the rebels, but we are also mm-hmm. detached from the political workings and. Yeah. actual going ons so you have this i don't know I yeah don't know i think that's really that, no I, I like that for sure um real quick do you mind if i knock out a couple easter eggs yeah go for it so first of all operation cinder was mentioned which i think is a cool touch that's um if you played battlefront 2 you you live through operation cinder and that was the emperor's yep. final order given after his death designed to bring down the entire galaxy should he perish Yep. Where he just wanted to burn it all down because he was dead. Yep. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, did you know there was an office space reference in this? No, I don't know that movie well enough. 
Well, it's like probably one of the most famous things from Office Space is... I'm going to need you to come in on Saturday? Oh, uh, no. The TPS reports. Mayfield goes, let's go fill out those TPS reports. It's like, uh, Peter, you uh, get oh, around wow. to those TPS reports? So funny. I'm going to need you to get in on... That's why he needs to come in on Saturday, because he didn't do uh, the TPS reports. Funny. Okay. Um, also the Rhydonium, that fuel in the red canisters, that's the same fuel we see in Rebels in that episode where Hera and, uh, Sabine are on the base with those monsters that come out in the dark. They set up red canisters to blow up to like set traps for them. It's the same thing. Um, and then these two aren't really Easter eggs, but they're just little quick hit things that I like is you talked about the action. I thought the action was really cool. And I love how, um, again, this is another subtle touch. They didn't like do a scene where like Din Djarin looks at his arm and is like, what? What happened? I'm not used to this. You just see he like lets the guy hit him in the back with the stormtrooper armor and it shatters. And then he tries to block it with his arm again and it shatters again because he's yeah, so used he's to so using used to, I know. good crazy. armor. <laughs> and the stormtrooper armor just crumbles, which I think is so funny. Yeah, I thought that was a really funny touch. That was a great touch. And then this isn't an Easter egg either, but did you notice when they're sitting in the back of Slave 1? It was such a cool set because they're sitting in their chairs and they're stable, obviously, but the ship is turning around them and you can see yeah, like in a ball. Yeah. Like, like a gyroscope almost like keeping them level with the ship moving around it, which is, that was always like a weird physics things with slave one where you couldn't really understand like how people were sitting and walking in that without throwing up. And yeah. I think that was such a cool little touch. Really great set design. Yeah. But yeah, I, oh, and one last other Easter egg is that line at the end where he says, you know, this means more to me than you can possibly imagine, or I'm paraphrasing whatever he said. That's the same thing that Gideon said to Mando at the end of season one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, I thought that nice was callback. so good. I thought that was a great end, end scene. Yeah, I love that. That seems very Western to me too. Like this whole thing did, I mean, it's like a stagecoach coach heist. Oh yeah. Um, and then that end, it's like, I'm coming for you. You better get ready because the gunslinger's coming down. And then they so. just let Bill Burr go. Yeah. It's just so uncomfortable because I'm just like, okay, so what? You just wander into town and make a new life? It seems so hard. I know. Yeah. But yeah, I've, I very much enjoyed this episode. Yeah. I thought it was great. Two thumbs, two thumbs up. Yep. Cool. Um, well, if you would like, you can check us out at rebels, rebels pod on Gmail or Instagram or Twitter and send us some haikus. We will read them on the show. We are plugging through rebels right now and taking a short winter break, um, while we organize a couple things, but we will keep doing these Mando episodes and yeah, I don't know if we have anything else to plug. That's it. We'll yeah, tell you your soon. friends, listen to us on Spotify. That's a new place you can listen to us. But we will see you soon. And hey, now you're an all star. Hashtag Smash Mouth. Doesn't work, but we'll fix it. <laughs> the Mando's an all star. All right, bye. Okay, bye.